Hello everyone, I am Manny. And I'm Lyo. And this is part two of our... What is sadomasochism? Yeah, and I had a feeling this was going to go a little bit longer. And we talked about break it in half, but we never know until we start talking. So, um, so the, and this is actually a natural transition, I think, because the sadomasochism doesn't have to be physical pain. It can be the emotional, and, and it doesn't even have to be pain. It can be humiliation. Mm-hmm. Um, but the transition to that is like, that's all psychological. So when you, and, and this is just my observations, whenever you're enjoying someone else experiencing pain, it, it doesn't seem as though you enjoy the pain, them experience pain for pain's sake. You enjoy them struggling against it. You enjoy the look of fear. Or, or antis- anguish or anticipate or anguish <laughs> anticipation uh-huh. but you enjoy all the psychological aspects that come with it uh-huh. not so much and the sounds of it the sounds of it yeah but watching someone get into you know fall off a skateboard i mean we all we can all laugh at people getting hurt on youtube but it doesn't turn you on to see someone scraping a knee right. in the same sense it's not the pain for the pain's sake you enjoy all the things that come with it. You you always say you enjoy the struggle. And struggle encompasses these other things. Mm-hmm. So that is more that you're enjoying the psychological part than the pain itself when observing others. Right. When you have caused pain for other others, is that something that you... Is that the enjoyable part for you too? The, their, the fear, the struggle, the... Yeah, definitely. I definitely enjoy watching that at that point I've caused the struggle to occur. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I like that. And now, cause I want to talk about my, what I enjoy about it as well. Cause I, I was speaking in general about different sadists, mm-hmm. but I definitely fall under the category of, I enjoy giving pain as a means to an end. Um, now, I, there are times when I've, been wa- I've enjoyed watching it happen to someone else where I've just enjoyed it as the, that's hot. Probably the same thing that you enjoy, the struggle, the, you know, the anguish. But with my partner or partners, I don't derive pleasure from them not enjoying it. Except if the not enjoying it is the enjoyable part of it. <laughs> right? There's but always the excitement. There has to be something. Well, I guess in the sense that I I would never for me find enjoyment out of doing something non-consensual to somebody because I simply enjoy giving pain for pain's sake. I enjoy them not liking it, nothing good's going to come of it. It, it. There has to be for me I have to be in control of something that is a a positive for the person I'm with. Right, so like random people on the street, you wouldn't just punch in the face. No, I no, I I I I break up fights. Right. I come to someone's aid, um, and again, the reason why I was trying to be clear earlier is that I don't believe that makes me. There's no moral superiority to someone who's just a pure a, a pure sadist, and, and nor is that person an unhealthy member of the scene. They they absolutely can be. So it's not a better or worse. It is just my personal taste. That is what I enjoy. I enjoy taking you to a place. Uh, I enjoy 
helping treat your chronic pain. Right. That makes me so happy when you get several days of relief from something that is fucking you up all the time. It's mm-hmm. it's fibromyalgia. We can we can actually be specific, right? that there are there's articles in psychology today about fibromyalgia or other types of like autoimmune disorders chronic pain disorders being treated with bdsm there's published articles from neuroscientists about this topic so it it's fascinating and it's being studied by really smart people outside of our community Mm-hmm. that are saying there's something to this. So I love doing that for you. I love experimenting with different ways. When you have a flare-up, my thought is, what can I do to help you? I don't give a shit if it's putting you in bed and not making you have to, you know, if I can just put you in bed and put a cover over you and put on a, a movie and, and provide you food, that to me is identical as doing an impact session, it doesn't matter to me. Whichever one's going to make you feel better, I just want to do. The means are irrelevant. Well, and that was an unexpected side effect of me finding this community or getting into it more deeply um, because I didn't know that that was going to be an effect. And then, a, and then finding out later <clears throat> that this is actually a studied thing was kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, and we've actually even we've started... There's reasons why we had to put it on hold for a few months, but... We have started experimenting with what types of pain gives you longer relief. And there's different, you have nerve pain and bone pain and skin pain and different types of pain. And, mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out a pattern here. But sometimes a quick escalation is just this endorphin burst. But other times it's a slow build, a long drawn out that it's going to give you the relief. But I like giving that to you. Well, and I like that there's something that you can do because I've heard a lot in the communities of people that suffer with similar syndromes or or diseases that their caregivers often feel so helpless because there's really nothing you can do other than medicate or just provide comfort measures. This is something that unless you have a true aversion to this process... A vanilla partner could do for a partner with fibro, mm-hmm. or I believe I don't. I don't want to speak out of turn and start rattling things off. Let's just say any disorder that causes pain, this is one of the possible treatments that may work for some people. And it might be worth a try. It might be worth a try, or taking them to someone who, if if this is false outside your realm, go to someone and say, "Will you try this with my partner?" And then, and if their partner wants to do it, and then be there and learn. Right. You know, it doesn't have, it can, it can be a hand on the butt. It doesn't have to be, we, you're not talking about, you have to be suspended with ropes right. with a $400 handmade flogger. It, it, it doesn't need to be that to, to cause pain. And it pain. can be strictly therapeutic, right. not sexual Absolutely. at all, too. I, I so. love that. Okay, so another thing I love, though, is I love that I can give you orgasms this way. It's just a variety in our sex that... I can make your orgasm so many different ways. This is one of them. I can combine the pain with a traditional orgasm and intensify the orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, that I can't really do with you, because you enjoy for pain's sake, I am not able to use it as a threat for submission. Because right. when I say, if you don't do this thing, I'm going to do this to you. That doesn't make you not do the thing. 
Now, I know that there's blinds of pain we could get to where you wouldn't want that to happen. <clears throat> but in the, you know, recreational, like we're not going to go super intense play, almost everything falls under the realm of you go, wee, this is fun. <laughs> right? Right. So what, what have you, well, like, I've, how do you overcome that? Well, there's different ways. One is with, with my, I mean, it's a mind fuck. You know, if if there's a certain part of your body that that um, is hurting more, and you tell me that it's hurting more, <laughs> and so in order to get me to move to another spot, that might be all the information I need. Oh my God! Thank God I have something I can actually hurt you with. I'm gonna stay there. <laughs> right? Like it's the, it's the it's the basic example of uh you know. Um, where the sadists ask the masochist, do you want me to strike you on your boobs or your butt? And they're like, oh my God, please my butt. Okay, perfect. We're doing your boobs. <laughs> right? <clears throat> That's all mental. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and again, just don't misunderstand this with a non-consent. This is negotiated that I can do this, that, that you want me to find ways to take you to this place and I have to get clever sometimes. Like doing things that you don't want to do or striking on the same spot. Um, or, you know, the certain toys hurt, hurt more in certain areas. Well, sometimes I, I have to go there because that's the only way you're actually going to get this thing that you're looking for. Um, taking you to a point of cathartic release, you'll get there, but it's almost always going to be a slow build because I don't... There's certain levels I don't want to go with you on the immediate. I don't want to strike you so hard that you split open. Right. <laughs> you know? And, but if you don't split open, one hit with a cane isn't going to take you there. Mm-hmm. So it, there has to be a build with you. Well, there's other people, one hit with a cane on the thigh and they're, they just lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not that person. So I have to have a way of doing it. So I, I've had to learn and it's taken lots of time to do this safely. To, to not leave, you know, obviously we don't want to leave certain marks in certain areas. But it's, it's I have to learn you. I have to pick up on your cues as far as when you're starting to get to a place. Um, with anything cath- cathartic with you, it, it, it always comes with dialogue. Right. It, it for ends you, up being very emotional. For, for you, I have to actually be taking you someplace in your mind mm-hmm. along with this. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually, in, in, in the short term, causing pain in your brain. You're, I'm making you revisit something. You know, we're we're talking about painful things mm-hmm. and then taking you to the point of pain. And, but I derive incredible pleasure from that, but it's because I know what I'm doing for someone I love. I like that. I'm either giving you bigger orgasms or I'm giving you a release or I'm causing an endorphin rush or I'm taking you to floaty space. Mm-hmm. Well, we should use the word subspace, but we call it floaty. That's just, our right. fun term floaty space mm-hmm. um, you know I'm taking you there which means I'm giving you a drug Yeah, I'm giving you an injection of heroin basically because you're going to go to this place where not only do you have pain release but you get you have pleasure as well but I enjoy that but I enjoy the, the pain you feel along the way also it's fun but I know where it's leading and so for me I have to have that for you I cannot do something. I mean, have you ever seen me do something for you that didn't end well? Nope. No, I, I, there's, I get nothing out of that. 
but that doesn't, again, I keep saying this, it's got to be so careful in this community. I'm not judging someone who has other motives. Mm-hmm. Perfectly acceptable, but just not me. Um, but at the same time, and you can answer this, that when I say that I don't have those motives, am I, am I soft or unable to take it to a very high level? Oh, it's absolutely... Yeah. There's the only limits are the ones that we've negotiated. So. Yeah. So I, I, this does not mean that I hit a wall where I'm like, ooh, I'm not going past this point. I, I, I have no problem going. <laughs> well, we still might get there, but <laughs> we don't I, know that yet. I have no problem going far. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and one of the interesting things too, uh, just because you have a release doesn't necessarily mean you stop. Mm-hmm. In fact, typically you won't because you're there's there's still levels you dig deeper, right? Um, but that's those are that's all, part of the game. Yeah. Those are all important to me. Now, mm-hmm. just one more part of it, and that's you just happened to accidentally say what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Is that a lot of the pain with us is just a game, right? A lot of it is just that it's fun. Um, you have told me during breath play. Like, you, all you have to do is say it is one time, which is, like, when my cock's down your throat and you can't breathe, you're like, oh, my God. Like, I can't even hold my breath when you pinch my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell a sadist that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that. It's like, cool, you just gave me a new go-to to make you struggle more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost, and you weren't being bratty trying to get it. I think you were just expressing, like, oh, don't do that. I'm like, there you go. But that's all just playful like okay you're gonna hold your breath well let me do something to make it harder because it's funny when you fail there might even be a punishment associated with it but it's all a lot of the stuff we do with pain is just playful Mm -hmm. you know uh i like to when we're talking to someone on the phone and we're having a serious discussion i love to cause you pain and make you not yelp (laughs) not yelp watch me struggle and try to keep quiet or just continue to train a thought and speak mm-hmm. um i also like to, to i like pain as a reminder of roles right. just as a i can you know present and i'll just and i have access to your body in any sexual way 24 7 so i will sometimes it's pleasurable sometimes it's not but it's all part of the dance that right. end that ends well again that's for me that's the theme of it but it does not mean that i don't enjoy it and, and I certainly enjoy watching it. Now, what's interesting is when I'm watching someone that I do not have a connection with mm-hmm. and they are objectified, they're not a real person, I can find more enjoyment in that struggle as well. They're struggling against something. I, I do find that pleasurable. Uh, because they're... <laughs> These are such dangerous things to express, but the desire for they're they're far the away. They're they're far away. It's something that's already happened that I could have no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been turned on watching things that if I had been there in person, I would be compelled to stop. Mm-hmm. Strange that sounds does not mean I'm a doesn't doesn't mean don't bring me to your play party because I'm that <laughs> don't don't get the wrong idea with that. But there are things. No, that, yeah, I've watched. I've watched scenes and I, in I, public d- demonstrations too that I had to turn away from or go grab a cookie because it's like that's just too much. Yeah. But I, 
I did enjoy it for a little bit. Yeah, you know? exactly. But yeah. something about the fact that it already happened and mm-hmm. I can't do anything about it allows my brain to process it differently than if I was right there and it's happening in front of me. Mm-hmm. And which is completely different than if it was somebody I love. Mm-hmm. Those are all different. And I don't think that's weird. I think people are afraid to express that, but it's not an uncommon thought. Right. But but ultimately, I don't find the desire to harm for harm's sake. I like pe- making people's lives better, not worse. Right. And Well, and in fact, that's what you're doing with me. Is you're just making my life better. Because I'm, I'm giving you something you need. It's, yeah, filling the needs that I have. So. Yeah. Okay, so now we we're talking about physical. So all the things we just talked about would apply to this as well, but there's other levels, which is the just the purely psychological, like... Um, humiliation for example mm-hmm. um, that is also can be very sadistic or masochistic masochistic mm-hmm. I mean wanting to be degraded right and wanting to be objectified in a sense is right it causes emotional pain so it's still it causes emotional pain or it's no rather it may cause emotional pain there are plenty of people who like to be degraded that find no emotional pain pain caused from that at all right but some people who who do find it painful still derive pleasure from it mm-hmm. right i mean there are cucks that not all cucks truly enjoy watching this thing happen to their wives or husbands mm-hmm. you know they find some need met by the fact that they don't want that to be happening they're being forced to watch it it's, it's part of the psychology that's so unique in our space right but so what about what about you? I mean, being degraded, humiliated, is that painful to you? I think what triggers me is like the, <clears throat> some it's usually like a guilt. Like I'm not supposed to like that. Do you still feel that way or is that something that you at one time felt? <clears throat> it is. It's still it was the core of it. So it really, it's kind of one of those things that never goes away. Like, even though you accept it, it's still kind of in the back of your head somewhere. Yeah. So. I, well, I think I do understand that because there were, you know, over all the years of watching all the porn that most of us watch, especially if you start going to certain websites. And like, I would, many times I watched the scene that I got off to and then afterwards said, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. How could that have turned me on? Like, and I, I wouldn't, you know, this is, no, this doesn't happen as much today, but years ago, I would be, you know, it would be quite a while before I would revisit that. Mm-hmm. Because it was, there was a guilt associated with it. Right. You know, and it doesn't matter that I didn't harm anybody. It was just, to, why did that turn me on? That's, is there something wrong? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that... Like, you go through the ex, the exercise of normal people don't do that well then that means that i'm abnormal but i don't think i'm abnormal so why did i like that okay maybe it was just the one time yeah <laughs> well and all you got to do is look on on the 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 tube site and it's like here's this completely horrible thing with a horribly descriptive title with 1.6 million views so then you're not alone. In you're this, clearly yeah. not alone. Now, it's clearly not for everybody. Cause, right. Because the ones with just the hot babe, you know, porn star has 4.3 million views. But it's not like only eight people watched the fucked up one. It's like, it's a lot. It's, yeah. 
you know, and, and uh, whether it's curiosity or that's your thing. But so you do still feel guilt over the being turned on by some of those things. Yeah. It creeps do you, up a lot. Do you still feel guilt with, with me or is it just, was it something that's always going to be a part of it? It's probably just, it was wired in that way and that's the way it's going to be. Right. But that's what does it for me. So it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, do you, well, why would someone want to be degraded or humiliated? I mean, we talked about all the reasons why someone would want pain, including not wanting pain is why they participate in pain. But what about humiliation? Like, again, on the outside, why would anybody want to be called names or spit on or well, I think talked some, down to? Sometimes it was it's a therapeutic thing, too. Like, taking your power back from having been treated a certain way in childhood with peers or family or whatever. So... If you can flip the switch in your head to where that's a sexy thing, then it it's disarms <clears throat> that that act. Okay. Well, but why would it turn someone on? Like, there, that's a reason to try to, to do that, but why would it turn someone on to be... Like, if someone... Like, everybody... Every girl in the world wants to be viewed as pretty. Why would it turn a woman on to be called ugly? That, that's not a common word in derogatory sense, but it, effectively that's what you're saying. You're, you know, why why would that turn someone on? I don't understand that one specifically, but I understand like words like being called a whore or stuff like that because that's more of the the angle on it is that's that's not what you're supposed to be, but it is what's desirable. I mean, prostitution is one of the the oldest professions in the world. It's the thing that men go after. Like, they want somebody who is sexually available and knows what they like. And a lot of times I think we aren't, are kind of, as women, programmed to not see that as an acceptable thing. Now society's changing and being empowered in your sexuality is is more acceptable now than it was in the past but there's still a bit of that that that's in ingrained right. especially if if you were raised in any kind of religious context or <laughs> right. or with conservative parents or something like that well I, I i do also think some of it just follows along that whole kink scale thing which is it's it's so not kinky to be insulted. Right. It's not it's so not sorry. It's so not sexy to be insulted that that can become kinky because it's so not sexual. Mm-hmm. Now you have experienced though firsthand as a cupcake, mm-hmm. and you have you know one of the, your fetishes is you enjoy having sex with men who are making their wives watch. It's just a cuck fantasy or role play, but it's the female is the, the cuckold, female is yeah. the cuck. And it's not always about being derogatory, but sometimes it is. So sometimes you're with a man, and the thing the woman is getting off on is being told that she's fat, and that she's not as good as giving head as you, mm-hmm. and that they're not as good in bed as you. And, and or my pussy feels better, or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they are getting off on this. Mm-hmm. Why? 
is it the, I mean, it's kind of the same question, but this is something you specifically, like you've spoken on panels mm -hmm. on this topic. Why is that? Why? Well, I think it's the same kind of thing. It's just reversed. It's the, the idea that they're, their husband isn't supposed to have access to that thing anymore. And so because she isn't and she's allowing that or, you know, being subjected to that, she gets to see what it would be like if he had that all the time. And and I get an ex an exhibitionist charge out of it because I get to be like a live porn star for the, the couple. So it's fun. Right. Okay. And so I and then you know, I, I, for me, it's the same type of sadistic part to me as well, which is I get off on it when, if my partner enjoys it. Mm -hmm. If I was actually hurting your feelings or making you sad or lowering your self-esteem or making you insecure, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't find pleasure in that. Right. I really, truly want it to make your pussy wet make you come harder mm -hmm. it's it really is about that right and so when i've been in that situation it's the same thing like i'm i know that i'm doing this and saying those things about her or whatever because it's going to result in strengthening their connection it wouldn't be fun if i was gonna break them up or something if you were harming them right yeah that's always the expression in the community hurt not harm right you know, like things can hurt, like a cane or being called a whore. Mm -hmm. But you're not, the intent is not to harm the person. Right. Like, I don't want you to feel less about yourself afterwards. But, and this is a little bit of the fun sadistic side, like, <laughs> like telling the sadist, you know, what, you know, please, like, my left boob really hurts. It's like, don't tell a sadist that. You know, like, <laughs> when you, you told me one time uh, <laughs> early on, you, I asked you about name calling and as we were negotiating things, and you said, you said the only thing you don't want is for you to insult my intelligence. And, and what's the first thing I said? Okay, dirty whore. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, oh, stupid whore. No, I said okay, dumb whore. Oh, dumb whore. I said okay, you dumb whore. So, anyways, dumb whore, do you, uh, do you want to go to the bedroom, dumb whore? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Hey. That, that, wait a second. And I just said no. I'm supposed to negotiate that, but but that was that was me in a dominant role playing within the playground because you still allowed me to do something you told me not to do within our playground as long as there's no safe word. We had already established it. Unless you draw these solid lines, right. that I'm going to push past these things, which is very it's a very sadistic quality, right? And you know that's fun. But then, but we also have to be very clear when we're like about to play, and I say, "Hey, my shoulder is hurting." Yeah, right. it's because there's it's going to result in not good pain, and you and we know that. Yeah, and that's not something I. You're not going to be like, um, like, oh, look, I have a bruise on my chest right now. And, of course, that's going to elicit a poke. It's not the same thing. Yeah, no, it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the same thing with the dumb whore. Like, well, it was a way of playing with that line, but still not in a way that was going to harm me. Yeah, like, yeah, I didn't sit you down and tell you how unintelligent I thought you were. Right. I just said, oh, so you're triggered by this? cool mm -hmm. i think i'll call you that 
<laughs> right? I mean, right. Um, but again, and this is like, you know, it always comes back to trust, which is you also trust my judgment that I, I know where the lines are. I'm not actually insulting your intelligence. Mm-hmm. I know that is something you wouldn't want, nor, nor would I do that to you or anybody else anyways, but mm-hmm. you trust that you give me that information, I'm going to do with it. Uh, but, you know, in a submissive role, if you always get your way, you could argue that that is not submissive. If you as a submissive say, I'm going to do anything you want me to do. Now let me list all the things that I that, that I want you to do to me and then you get to do all of those things that you choose. Like at some point, there has to be some area of you're not getting to decide these things. That's the difference between hard don't not to get off topic, but the trust comes from playing within that space, but it, it, it is not always compliant. And that's where the sadists can have a little bit of fun in their playground, which is, you know, my butt is really hurting from last night. Well, you probably shouldn't have told me that then. <laughs> <laughs> because we're starting there now. I wasn't even I wasn't mm-hmm. even considering your butt until you told me that it's going to hurt more. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> but that's part of the fun, too. Yeah, but so th- at the end of the day, this is what this all is. It's that there's, you know, like we haven't even scratched the surface. I mean, you could clearly write, and there have been entire books on this topic, and we just talked over a chapter there's so many things we left out but again the theme to all this is is it's not black and white there are all sorts of different motivations that are healthy and that it's not unhealthy to have these feelings right Mm -hmm. and that you can play in the space even if you don't like those things you can derive other types of pleasure from doing them and you're still you're still doing this thing your reasons do not have to be the same as someone else's. Your levels are not the same as someone else's. Uh, but it's all about the dance. What needs are you getting met by receiving something? What needs am I getting met by giving something? You know, if, if we're compatible, hey, this works together just fine. If, if we're not compatible in this space, then we don't play together. But it doesn't mean that we don't both have other people that could be suitable partners. It doesn't automatically, just because you're on one side, you're on the M and I'm on the S, does not mean we automatically are compatible, not even close. No, not even close. <laughs> not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last part is is that there's clearly people, sadists and masochists, that, that don't, you know, as broad as the spectrum is, or broad of an umbrella this is in this community, there are both of those people that probably fall outside of this community. Mm-hmm. Clearly the sadists are sadists that don't belong in this community. But there are masochists that, that, that need to seek things in other ways also. Mm-hmm. So you are not automatically, just because you're one of those two things, even part of this this community. But even the, but the community is broad and it does have a wide spectrum. Yep. Anything to add? I don't think so. <laughs> I can't wait till we start getting feedback because I want to hear people's opinions i want to hear i mean i you talk this much on a topic no one's going to agree with everything we said right Uh, i'm just so curious as this grows to see how close people feel we get it not that at any point are we wrong these are just opinions but it's going to be interesting to see 
Yeah, it'll how, be great to have a deeper conversation with the people that are listening to. Yeah, and yeah, oh, I can't wait till we can do more interviews with people because mm-hmm. we we could interview 10 masochists and we're going to get 10 different stories. Oh, for sure. And all of them valid and all of them fun. Um, and those will be specific to that individual. Unless they're an expert who wrote a book, they're going to be more specific to the individual as opposed to we're just talking in broad terms. But hopefully people have a little bit better understanding of what sadomasochism is. Yeah. Why do people do this? Yeah, <laughs> like I don't think anything we shared here is going to be rev- to people within the community. There's nothing new here. Right. But hopefully, if anybody's outside the community, they have a little bit better understanding. It may not be for you, but maybe you understand why people do it and why it's okay. Until next time. Yep.